Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Dare Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you can join us. Before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for today, Lord, and we just thank you for your continual pouring out of grace and mercy in, in each of our lives, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for the people who listen to this podcast, Lord. I just thank you for the people they know, Lord, and that you're bringing them into your kingdom, Lord. Lord, I also, also just thank you for the divine favor that you show each and every one of us, Lord, and that you have a special plan and, and path set out for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning. Welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in Romans. And this morning, we're going to cover, uh, we're in chapter 15, and we're going to cover verses 25 through 33. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. <coughs> All right, sir. Wait, one second. 25 to 33. I was just trying to find a Sammy Bible. Okay. Thank you. All right, I'm there. You got it? All right. Sir. Yes. Good. But now I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed. They are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of the spiritual things, their duty is also to minister is to minister in, in material things. Therefore, when I have performed this, I have sealed to them this fruit. I shall go by the way of you to Spain. But I know that when I come to you, shall come in the... One second, I have to flip my page. <laughs> okay. All right. Fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through, through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me, that I may be, be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe and that my servant for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Got three verses left, sir. Yes, damn it. You lost your place? Yes. Oh, okay. Hmm. That I may come to, come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Amen. All right, so this time we're going to do our normal custom and open the floor up for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. And, of course, to ask any questions that you have, right? We're learning yes. and growing together. So who wants to, who wants to lead or begin? Do you, Lila? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, please do. All right. 
So, Paul was making plans, and this is verse 29, but I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. So, it just caused me to um, look at Paul as an example. He didn't travel anywhere without the Lord being there. He wanted all of God's blessing, all the fullness of the Spirit, so that he could carry out um, the plan that God had for him. And it just caused me to think of the times in my life where I, I have made plans and left the Lord out of it and just thought that, uh, my my version of goodness was enough to get the job done and it caused me to remember that I still need him just like Paul did just like the disciples did I need him and we need him today and all of our plans and everything that we do because every time we leave him out there is something missing there's a flaw and everything the plan falls through sometimes you're able to fudge it but even but it only goes for so long before you see the negative fruit of it instead of um having god's blessing on it everything is much wow i hear what you're saying but you can't fudge it you can't fake it <laughs> there's an impossibility but people attempt it though they do attempt it but then what happens it still doesn't work it never works it only sows further unrighteousness yes or yes. sees the further unrighteousness it's like what you told us you would expose the root for us and we could either put the dirt back on it and let the lie grow, or we can uproot and place it with truth and bring God into it and let that grow instead. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have a choice to make. Well, it's a, it's a good point. It's also, in that same line of reasoning, it's also like Abraham. So Abraham, God gave him what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. But God was going to do it in his timing. And Abraham went forth in his own flesh to bring forth those things to happen. So it's not just going with what the Lord told us, but it's also going in his timing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now continue your thought. I just wanted to correct that before we get too far ahead. Oh. Because, uh, we're, we are here to, we are growing and we're here to help others grow, right? Yes. So let's eliminate confusion before it even has the opportunity to to be some yes okay please continue um so how paul was walking with the lord instead of trying to drag him one way or pull him back another he was he stayed he is in paul stayed with god and did everything that god asked him to do and so should we um why do we think it's any different for us today because we have smartphones and computers. Now we don't need God. We can just look it up on Google. No, we still need him and we need his guidance because um, his is the only guidance and instruction that counts. There are two different kinds of wisdom and one of them doesn't work and it's not wisdom at all. It's absolute foolishness and folly. And so it makes no sense for us to cut God out of it who knows all things. And he's a watchman on our on our gates to cut him out of it and go, no, no, Lord, shh, shh, we don't need you. We'll just do it my way. And then we see the fruit of it. And then we go and cry to him like, Lord, why didn't this work? Why is it like this? And then when he points it out because you left me out of it, then we go, no, 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 Lord. It's because you didn't do what I wanted you to do. He's not going to bless your nonsense or your sin, but he will bless you when you're living for him and walking with him, and he'll make sure that you are aptly rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you. What else? Or who else has something they want to share? 
Lichage, you can go. I'm still writing stuff down. Okay. Um, I found verse 26 interesting when it says, For it pleased those from Macedonia and Acacia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who were in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they were their debtors. But if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister them in material things. Um, I think Paul, what Paul's getting at here is that there is no separation of our lives depending on what we're doing. Most people tend to think of, okay, I go to church on Sunday, that's good enough. Whereas Paul's stating it here indirectly that there should be consistency in what you're doing daily and how you go about it. Though not sp specifically told that way, you can see because he says, if they're partaking in spiritual things, they should also be giving of material things. Not just to be giving money away because that's what the Bible tells you to do, is, but it's being obedient to what the Lord's telling you to do, not just in one area, an aspect of your life, but in all areas. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. What else? That was it. Okay. Well, thank, thank you. you, sir. Anyone else have something they want to share? I do. All right. I promise. All right. First, the Lord wanted me to talk about verse 15. Sorry. Verse 30, where it said, Where it says, Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers for, for God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my search for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. The Lord is talking to me, talking to me about that scripture was because Paul didn't just ask for the Romans to pray for him, they lit. So that he could live and just do whatever he wanted. He asked the Romans to pray for, to agree with him in prayer so that he can finish the calling that the Lord called him to. Hmm. And what's it, that, sir? What calling was that? To preach. Okay. That's part of it. To preach, to teach, to help grow or edify others, namely the church, the body of Christ, or Christ's bride, who we are, yes? Yes. Okay. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, I'll phrase it in this, the question in this way. We're preparing you, right? Yes. What would we need to prepare you for? Going out on my own? Okay. Right there, there's going to come a time, a point, right? Let's look at, I mean, Paul's saying right here in verse 25, the very beginning. But now I'm going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints. Right? Yes. He wants to go there. He wants to visit them. And he is pouring into them from afar. But isn't this Paul's, I'll say, habit? The Lord leads him to various places for certain periods of time. Yes. And he continues to pour into people there. Yes. Okay. Much in the same way we're pouring into you, right? We have a limited amount of time to pour everything the Lord has given us into you. 
because there's going to come a time where we're not here. Or whether that's you go out and spread your wings, right, as you should, as, you know, maturing um, children, right? No longer to be children, but at some point you're going to be adults, right? And then there's also the expectation that you are able to do everything that we, your mother and I, are able to do. Yes? Yes. But you shouldn't be unaware of what to do or how to do it. Because those things have been taught to you, right? Yes. Okay. We're, we're giving you a master class at life. But not because of anything we are, right? Or any knowledge that we have. It's because the Lord has poured into us and we are instructing you. Giving you that instruction, that wisdom. And helping you to get the understanding so you can apply it to your life. Right? Yes. So, do you understand more fully why Paul is doing these things? Yes. And, and first and foremost, because it's how the Lord's leading him. It's his will. He writes that in, in every letter, yes? Yes. Okay. I mean, even at the beginning of this, uh, Romans 1. I think it's either verse 11 or verse 16. Yeah, verse 11, right? What does, he, what does he say there? For I long to see that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts so that you may be established. Okay. And then he continues. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith of both you and me. We would say you and I, right? Okay. So... He's encouraged by their encouragement, right? But he, he intends to impart to them a spirit, some spiritual gift, right? Yes. And you can look at 1 Corinthians 12. There's a whole list of them, right? Yes. And you go even back in the Old Testament, and it talked about Moses. His desire was that they all would prophesy. Right? Do you see the, the same, I'll say, the similarity there? Yes. The desire is that every, I'll say, person assigned to their care, whether it was Moses, whether it was Paul, first and foremost, Christ, the desire is that they all grow, develop, they all mature, and are able to walk in the fullness, just like Christ. Right? Yes. yes. And again, in, in Romans 1, 16, is where Paul very plainly states where everything came from, right? Read that scripture, please. And 16 and 17. Romans 1, correct? Yes, please. All right. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it is the righteousness of God. I'm sorry. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay, they shall live by faith. They'll walk by faith, right? Every aspect yes. of our lives should be 
in faith, rooted and grounded in Christ. Right? In Him we have our yes. breath and our being and, yes. and everything, right? Where do you think Paul, how do you think Paul is going to impart these spiritual gifts to them? He learned them first from the Lord. It's, they're the Lord's to give. He doesn't have a bag of spiritual gifts and he just pulls things out of it and hands them to people. They're given by the Lord. Right? Yes. And in 1 Corinthians 12, it talks about by the Holy Spirit, as he, the Holy Spirit, wills. And how? And where's the Holy Spirit getting them from? The Father. The Father. Because the Holy Spirit searches the, the heart of the Father, right? The length, the breadth, yes. the width, the depth. And he takes from the Father and discloses it and gives it to us. Right? Yes. Okay. Do you understand? So do you understand that a little better, or do you have questions on that? Because there's, there's a yes. lot. Yes. I know. Yes, you understand it, or yes, you have questions. Yes, I understand it. Okay. Any anything else? Any other comments or anything someone wants to share? Uh, I have a question. All right, sir. Uh, could you and mommy um talk about verse thirty? Yes, verse thirty-two. Okay. Well, what's your question about verse 32? Uh, mainly just the part where it said that I may come to you with joy by will of God and may be refreshed together with you. And okay. It, well, was he talking about being hunted down? Well, there's a lot of things that happen, right? In Romans 1, verse 13, what does he say? Chapter 1, verse 13. Yes. Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as among the other Gentiles. So, verse 32, he says, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Does that sound familiar? All right, we were just reading this. Verses really 11 through 13. He says his desire was to come to them, but he's been hindered, right? Yes. And he also says why he wanted to go to them, to impart spiritual gifts, which we read about, or we didn't read it, but um, we reference the scripture so people can look it up for themselves. That's 1 Corinthians 12, right? Yes. Um, and he also mentioned... In verse 26, Macedonia and Achaia, right? Yes. Okay. Well, you read about that in 2 Corinthians 9. Actually, could someone read the first in, in 2 Corinthians 9? Um... The first seven verses, please. Okay. Now concerning the ministering to the saints, it is 
superfluous for me to write to you, for I know your willingness about which I boast of you to the Macedonians that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal has stirred up the majority. Yet I have sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this respect, that, as I said, you may be ready. Lest if some Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, not to mention you, should be ashamed of this confident boasting. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren to go to you ahead of time and prepare your generous gifts beforehand, which you had previously promised, that it may be ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging obligation. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, but he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Okay. And then I also want you to read in Galatians. Um, chapter 2, verse 10. Actually, 9 and 10, please. This section is really verses 7 through 10, but 9 and 10 will do. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing which I also was eager to do. Okay. So let's look at that for a moment. Because what is Paul doing? He, he desires first, as we were talking, right? to impart a spiritual gift to them. But is that the only gift that he's imparting? No. No. He is also seeking to to bless them by natural means, right? Yes. To, to help the poor, to help the needy, right? Yes. So it's the combination thereof. People didn't sow into Paul's ministry, right, to pay for his lifestyle. They sowed into his ministry because they, he, there was an opportunity to, to help promote the gospel, right? Paul made yes. tents. He worked for a living. It wasn't necessarily people's uh, donations or, or tithes or whatever that allowed him to travel. He worked. He made tents, Right? Yes. We just read um, in a previous episode about how hanker he sent out handkerchiefs, right? Yes. yes. Okay, well, handkerchiefs were covered with sweat. From what? Standing there? Just preaching the gospel? No, from working. Right? And, and he says in other scripture, he purposed to not be a burden to them. Right? Yes. He yes. purposed to, to be able to, uh, essentially, to pay his own way so that he wasn't a burden to the people. But it was about giving the people an opportunity to come in to have an opportunity, if you will, to be a blessing to others. Right? Yes. So, as we're looking at all this, this scripture here in, in, um, at the end of chapter 15, yeah, there, there's a lot there. 
spiritual things first and foremost. Right? Yes. And, and people still have natural needs. When Jesus ministered to people, what did he take care of? Both the spiritual and the natural state of the person. The entire being, spirit, soul, and body. Right? Yes. Yes. If people were hungry, they were fed. If people were sick, they were healed. Right? Yes. And he addressed the core issue. Right? Yes. Not just the surface stuff that people were talking about or coming for. He always addressed the root of the problem, as we were talking about at the beginning. Yes? Yes. But he didn't just leave them there. He didn't say, okay, well, be warm and be filled. Or, Right? He took care of everything completely. Does Paul not do the same thing? Yes. Okay. Shouldn't we not do the same thing? Paul writes in Thessalonians how our... He, he prays that our spirit, soul, and body will be presented blameless. Without spot, wrinkle, or blemish, right? Yes. Okay. We have to care about the whole person. Spirit, soul, and body. So yeah, the desire at first is for the spiritual. Right? Yes. But he doesn't discount the other parts of the person oh okay amen so what i was sitting here listening to the lord about was along those lines but slightly a different um trajectory and it you know maybe more than what we have time for today but um to your question promise when he was speaking in verse 32 um actually verse 31 and 32 that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints that I may come to you with joy by the will of the Lord and may be refreshed together with you when when we live our life for Christ he never 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 allows us to be caught off guard by attacks from the enemy or people plotting wicked plans or even what the cost is of our service for him. Okay. So if we are seeking God, we should have confident expectation that it's sufficient for us to place our eyes on him and be gaze upon him steadfastly, listening to his voice and let him be concerned with the situations around us. And he will always make known to us what things we need to be aware of so that we're, we're not, um, we are not feeling like we're being ambushed. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13 tells us that we know in part and we prophesy in part. So I think here he's understanding from the Holy Spirit what the cost will be for him. And there is a comparison between how we think something will go and we envision it playing out Mm -hmm. and the reality of what God's (laughs) saying, how it's going to go and how it's going to play out. Because of the the natural senses God gave us for our safety, we oftentimes want to flee from pressure. We want to flee from um, anything that we deem 
harm. So like our five senses touching, when you touch fire, you go, oh, and then you don't want to hurt, you know, your body withdraws from it in in an effort to save you. God gave us that so we don't kill ourselves Mm -hmm. accidentally. Like we don't just do things that don't make sense and end our life prematurely. However, that being said, those self-preservation resources God gave us sometimes makes it hard for us to clearly hear and understand how God's saying things are going to go down, how they're going to occur. And we let, because we don't want to feel pain, we don't want things to be the difficult route. We have a different vision, (laughs) envisionment of what's going to happen than what God is saying is actually going to happen. So in a short word to say, he's looking at these scriptures perhaps to say, I hope I come with joy and not in persecution not in chains, not in bondage, but freely versus what may be in in wait for him. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to pick this up on the next, the next podcast because there's a little bit more than what we have time for now so we can actually get into it and talk about it. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So a little cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it there. And Tune in next time when we pick up the conversation <laughs> That's where right. Kamisha tells us about... <laughs> Uh, I enjoy that we can have fun Mm -hmm. um, here, like at this podcast. And for anyone that wants to join us, you are more than welcome. Like Mm -hmm. we, we encourage you to to come participate with us. And, and if you come, you don't necessarily have to have a microphone, right? Mm -hmm. As you feel comfortable uh, or in our relationship progresses, Mm -hmm. we would love to to have you. And, and if you do come, you'll have the opportunity if you have want to ask a question or if you want to share something that the Holy Spirit's given you to share, we encourage you. We would love to connect with you and, mm-hmm. you know, give the opportunity to participate. Mm-hmm. And we're all learning and growing together. So, Amen. Bring your smiling faces and we'd love to see you. Even yeah. if it's not so smiley face, we'd still love to see you. That's it. Right? I mean, we all need to, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He ministers to our needs. So, mm-hmm. And if they want to reach out, how do they do that, John? Mm-hmm. You, well, first and foremost, you can reach out through our website at adayofprayer.org or you can email us directly at adayofprayer at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Again, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect with you and you know, just connect with other believers, other people that have a desire, a willingness to learn, grow, and mature in Christ and in his nature, character, and attributes mm-hmm. in our lives. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, well. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, honey. Father, we just thank you for your gentleness with us and your grace towards us that abundantly supplies all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We bless your name, Lord. We bless the listeners. We bless your word going forth and being imparted into their hearts, God. Speak to them in a way that you know that they understand, Lord, which Mm -hmm. is always how you deal with us, how you come to us in love and kindness and compassion. Save those who are lost, Jesus, minister to them and cause the the eyes of their understanding to be enlightened, that they may see what is the hope of their calling in you, Christ Jesus. Stir up the gifts on the inside of your people, Lord. Pour out a fresh anointing for them and a fresh um, covering of your joy so that their joy may be full in you, Jesus, and they see the goodness that they have coming from, in, and through you, Lord. We bless you, and we thank you, and we praise you for all their gifts flourishing on the inside of them and their life becoming 
what you desire it to be and it being good for them, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.